0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and Biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to the Monday edition of our podcast. And Thanks for joining us again this morning as we start another week out together. Um, We have been going through the book of Matthew. Uh, through the life of Christ in Matthew's gospel. Just finished up over the uh, Friday, we just finished up the Sermon on the Mount, and we're gonna jump into Matthew chapter 8. So if you're following along with us, we're in Matthew chapter 8 as we dig into, for the next few episodes, look at many of Jesus's miracles. And uh, we're gonna kind of walk through them pretty much one at a time and examine um, some teaching behind it, some faith behind it, In this situation, we're going to really see this, what we're going to look at today. We're just going to see God's love. We're just going to see God doing something. And I read this, I read this from a guy years ago who pointed this out. And I'm honestly never been able to forget it. Every time I come to this passage, I'm reminded of this. And it's just a small thought that, you know, honestly, if I had probably read it somewhere else, I would have missed this. But Matthew chapter 8, and when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him saying lord if you are willing you can make me clean jesus put out his hand and touched him saying i am willing be cleansed immediately his leprosy was cleansed and jesus said to him see that thou tell no one but go your way show thyself to the priest and offer the gift that moses commanded as a testimony to them. So Jesus coming back off the mountain from the Sermon on the Mount and he immediately you know he's been teaching comes off and someone wants to be healed which is what he did. I imagine Jesus is very fatigued very tired he comes down uh, you could easily say he needs some rest he needs to step away he's been preaching uh, he's been loving on people and feeding into people and I'm sure at this point he's like I'm done I'm, I'm ready to get some get a break. Remember while he was a hundred percent God he was still a hundred percent man which means he dealt with all the physical limitations of being human. Uh, which means in this case I'm sure he was quite overwhelmed uh, with uh, just being tired but he comes down and he faces the guys the first thing I see is he doesn't say no he doesn't say you know what a different day he doesn't find a way around he doesn't find a way to get away from the crowd he he just immediately comes and he immediately catches on to the faith I love it where the man says um, if uh, if you're willing you can make me clean he states the faith fact I know you Jesus I know you can do this the question is are you willing now there's always been a question about the idea of healing today does God heal today like he did in the Old Testament, like he did in, in the Gospels? Does he use people, people like preachers and other people like he did the Apostles? Please understand, uh, in the Gospels, we study through this and even getting into Acts, and you see um, these Apostles healing. Uh, that was a gift given very specifically to them their entire job description was unique you know it had to be someone who'd seen uh, people still think apostles exist today well one of the requirements to be an apostle was that you had to be had to see jesus face to face and of course that doesn't happen today. And if someone says, well, I saw a vision like Paul and I saw Jesus face to face, that's not accurate either. Um, so we see these men had to live contemporaneously with Jesus. It wasn't just a the vision. They had to live and see him. They had to be there at the time Jesus walked the earth. And so, uh, but does he, so that was different. But that he, does he steal today? Yes, he does. Some would say, you know, you never ever go to the doctor because you got to trust God. Some would say. You know, you have to only trust doctor and not trust God. I think the Bible is in between the two extremes. Um, I think what you've got is you've got the fact that Jesus has given us a knowledge in our 21st century America and our world. He's given us a knowledge through these doctors and nurses they didn't have back then. And so he brings a level of healing by the fact that he's allowed us to know this information. And in some cases, he does choose just to heal somebody. In some cases, he chooses not to. Uh, We can can become frustrated. We feel like Jesus did not do what we wanted to do with things like that. What we need to do is just trust the fact that God knows what he's doing and knows best. Uh, And we live in a sinful world. Illnesses, disease, sickness, these are not God's punishment. A lot of times it's just the fact that we live in a fallen world and disease is part of it. And so we need to see that in the right perspective. But let's jump into an interesting thought here. Um, In verse three, three. so Jesus is getting ready to heal him. He does say at the end, I'm willing and be cleansed and the, immediately the leper was cleansed. Now you look at that and you say, okay, that's that's great, that's the miracle, but that's not the part I want us to see. Here's the part I want us to see in verse three. And Jesus put out his hand and touched him. Now, that phrase seems simplistic. And if you actually go study other scenarios where Jesus healed lepers, this, is not, this doesn't happen all the time. And he doesn't actually, in many cases, doesn't touch people when he heals them. In fact, we'll talk a little bit later Uh, about how he heals someone from a distance, never even goes to the home of the person and brings healing. So what's the point? Why touch him? Well, let me give you a little bit of history what it was like to be a leper in those days. There was no medicine for it. Uh, When you were a leper, it was a death sentence. It was also extremely contagious. So what they would do is they would cast you out. You had to live outside the city, and if you did come into the city for any needs what would happen you'd have to come in and you have to cover your face or whatever you'd have to scream unclean unclean that's warning people the lepers coming and the people would step away it stays far away from them as they could because any close proximity could bring get them they could mean that they could get this this horrible deadly disease so you would scream unclean and they would run people would run away from them and that that was just the entire premise and so the he, he just walking into town he was at a huge distance. Max Lucado made an interesting point. Can you imagine him maybe, I don't, we don't know if he was married, but what if he was? And he'd go back and from a distance, he could only see his kids. He could never hug them again. He could never hold his wife. He could never hug his children. Uh, anybody else stayed as far away as they could. He had lived a life where nobody could or would get within feet of him. This massive distance, that, that human connection that we need, he had lost due to his disease. So what is the thing that Jesus does? It is the one thing that no one has or could do for the length of this time had the disease, he touches him. He touches him to show love for the man and a compassion for what he's not had. Two, he show touches him showing that he's got power over the disease. And you look at this and you see God's power, you see God's sovereignty, but you see God's love for the man. And ever since I've heard that thought, it has just encouraged me that there are times that we'll all go through battles. There's times we'll all go through things that we struggle with. And yet in that, Jesus will meet us in those battles. Jesus will help us in those battles. He will give us the things that we need emotionally. He sees the heart. He sees the hurt. And in that, he will encourage. In that, he will help. And I'm just grateful that I serve a God uh, that is not seeing me from a distance, and I'm just a number, I'm just one of his followers. But he knows me, he loves me, and he cares deeply about those things, about you and me, that maybe no one else has even thought about. And uh, so hold on to that. Hold on to that encouragement. He loves you. He he loves your your heart. He knows your heart. He knows your needs. And not only does he want to take care of you, he wants to take care of that inner part of you. Stay close to him, trust in him, and keep your eyes on him. Thanks again for joining us on this Monday, giving me a chance to be part of your day. I appreciate it. Hope you have a great week. Hope you keep your eyes on Jesus this week. And I hope that you uh, continue with us as we strive to be an encouragement to you. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.